This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Deadly storms hammer Alabama and Georgia. Do we have the story? Lisa Marie Presley has died. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. Man arrested in Wichita suspected of child sex crimes. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. We can expect another chilly day across south-central Kansas, but temperatures start to warm up this weekend. How much? Our forecast in just a few minutes. Deadly storms and tornadoes took their toll on the south Thursday. At least six people in Alabama were killed. Selma resident Ray Hogg is glad to have survived. Glass going everywhere. You could hear the roof literally being torn off right over our head. Another person in Georgia was killed. A storm near Atlanta knocked a freight train off its tracks. Reactions are pouring in following the death of Elvis Presley's only daughter yesterday. Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer reports. Tributes pouring in overnight following the news of Presley's death. Her mother, Priscilla Presley, releasing this statement to People magazine. It is with a heavy heart that I must share the devastating news that my beautiful daughter, Lisa Marie, has left us. She was the most passionate, strong, and loving woman I have ever known. We ask for privacy as we try to deal with this profound loss. Thank you for the love and prayers. Celebrities who knew the singer and songwriter also reacting to the sad news of her passing. Leanne Ryan I'm saying how heartbreaking. I hope she is at peace in her dad's arms. Charlie Daniels Jr. sharing a picture with Presley saying both he and his mom are devastated over the news. Lisa Marie Presley was 54. One person is dead, another seriously injured in a crash in Butler County Thursday evening at K254 and Butler Road. The Butler County Sheriff's Office says a car traveling southbound and a truck traveling westbound collided. A passenger in the car was airlifted to a Wichita hospital in critical condition. The driver of the car died in an area hospital. The uh, driver of the truck was not seriously injured. A man has been arrested accused of child sex crimes. 43-year-old Damian Henderson was booked into the Sedgwick County Jail on suspicion of three counts of aggravated criminal solicitation of a child. Wednesday evening, officers were flagged down at an intersection in southeast Wichita near 31st Street South and Hillside by a family member who said that three girls ages 7 to 13 were solicited by Henderson. He fled before officers arrived. None of the girls were physically injured. Henderson was found a short time later near 31st and K-15 and was arrested without incident. The case will now be presented to the district attorney's office. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Complaints of trash created by homeless camps along the Arkansas River near downtown Wichita have been increasing, city officials say. When they receive a complaint, the city puts out a 72-hour notice in an attempt to connect the homeless with services. After the notice expires, crews are sent out to clean up the area. Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple says they want the homeless to get the services they need. Uh, we have been working diligently the last few months to come up with a plan uh, to not only work alongside our, our partners uh, who are working this, uh, this space, but also to figure out how we can uh, uh, also have a more purposeful, effective role in this space. City crews are equipped with uh, information sheets to hand out that show where services are located. Questions continue about the classified documents in President Biden's possession. 
Fox's Kevin Cork reports. Biden now faces the prospect of increasingly intense legal scrutiny, to say nothing of possibly months of bad headlines, thanks to a slow drip of discoveries of classified materials stored at his private home in Delaware and in his private office here in the nation's capital. And there have already been three such discoveries, and there could be others yet to come. And unlike the wall-to-wall coverage of the raid of Mar-a-Lago, White House lawyers claim the president's homes in Wilmington and Rehoboth were searched after the discovery. And if that weren't bad enough, things just got worse because the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, has now appointed a special counsel to look into the matter, which means a thorough probe of documents and records and, of course, interviews. President Biden's attorneys say they are fully cooperating with the National Archives. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Pro football, the NFL playoffs begin starting tomorrow, and we'll preview those coming up in sports. The Pentagon is out with new numbers detailing hundreds of sightings of unidentified flying objects. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. 7.08 now, 8 minutes past 7 o'clock. The state of California is going after the producers of a widely used and life-saving drug. The state is announcing it plans to sue companies that make and promote most of the nation's insulin, accusing them of scheming to illegally keep prices artificially high. State officials are demanding they return millions of dollars to some diabetics who were overcharged. Five other states have filed similar lawsuits. Rand Corporation did a country-by-country insulin price comparison in 2021. The study found it's nearly 10 times more expensive here than anywhere else. The average price of a vial of insulin in the U.S. was $98, 12 bucks in Canada. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. The Pentagon is out with new numbers detailing hundreds of sightings of unidentified flying objects. The U.S. has collected 510 reports of UFO sightings. That's according to numbers from the Pentagon's new all-domain anomaly resolution office. Many of those sightings have been reported by military pilots. The Pentagon says it will work with intelligence agencies to investigate further. The report also says many of the UFOs have been described as unremarkable, often objects like large balloons, and there has been no evidence of any extraterrestrials so far. Tom Graham, Fox News. WSU Tech is growing. Tech President Sherry Utash Tells KNSS News. We are an affiliate of Wichita State University, and we are a two-year technical college. And so we deliver um, short-term and long-term technical education for careers in every single industry you can think of. And we also deliver the first 45 hours of a baccalaureate degree in partnership with Wichita State at our WSU South Campus. Sherry Utash is our guest this weekend on Issues 2023, Saturday and Sunday mornings at 8 on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 7.10, 10 minutes past 7 o'clock. Several things going on in traffic right now. Still working on a traffic accident. Uh, it is eastbound K96 right around Rock Road. You'll want to watch for a slowdown there. Uh, we've also got the report of a traffic accident at Central and Broadway. However, we're starting to see some activity. Not sure exactly what's going on because I haven't heard any reports of a of an accident, but some really, really slow traffic right now. Northbound on I-135, and it starts at about 8th and 9th Street and backs up to uh, 1st and 2nd Street exits or so. So 
Watch for some really slow traffic there right now. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Lucy Dahl. Good morning, Lucy. Good morning, guys. Happy Friday. Yay! We're enjoying Friday the 13th. We think it's good luck. I mean, yeah. I, I mean it's all about mindset, right? Yeah. I mean, we're at good luck in terms of our forecast as we head towards the weekend. Um, today will be a little bit on the cooler side. We're sitting in the low 40s for our highs, right about on par with our average with clearing skies. We do have some patchy fog out there this morning, so make sure your headlights are on as you're heading out the door. But we'll be clearing with plenty of sun this afternoon. As we head towards Saturday and then into Sunday, temperatures jump to the 50s tomorrow with strong breezy winds out of the south and then into the 60s as we look towards Sunday. So definitely a great weekend. And I know it's a three-day weekend, so people who want to get out on MLK Day, we're also looking at temperatures in those upper 50s with plenty of sun. So overall, spend some time outside over the next couple of days because it is going to be well above average and absolutely beautiful outside. I'm ser- nice. seriously considering some yard work tomorrow. How about that? Uh, I know I have to finally take down my outside Christmas decorations. I go. think is going to be my task either tomorrow or uh, Sunday. What are conditions right now then, uh, Lucy? Yeah, so as you head out the door at this moment, temperatures in Wichita sitting around 23 degrees. Our wind chills do have us feeling more like 17 as we're still seeing northerly winds out of the, the more northwesterly winds at about 5 miles per hour. So very light winds. That's what's helping our fog start to develop with the moisture left over from the snowfall yesterday. Here in Wichita, we have great visibility, 10 miles of uh, visibility. But elsewhere around the region, we're running into some of that patchy fog. It'll start to burn off over the next couple of hours, though, so conditions will improve as we look towards the late morning. Well, I don't know how superstitious you are, but I can tell you this. You're going to see some bad luck if you somehow accidentally break the makeup mirror for Jeff Herndon. He'll be livid. (laughs) I'll knock on wood to counteract that. Yeah, if you don't get those Christmas lights down this weekend, they'll be there until St. Patrick's Day. At least. (laughs) I'm just calling them Mardi Gras lights. Mardi Gras lights. Hey, that's a great solution. (laughs) Thank you, Lucy. Exactly. Lucy Dahl, the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast. Kansas Today meteorologist Lucy Dahl. Stephen Taylor, the morning here on KNSS. We, uh, well, of course, we had a brief rain and snow and uh, uh, yesterday morning, and then uh, it was a breezy, cooler day across central Kansas. Uh, high temperature was uh, 41 degrees in Wichita. Normal high, 43, so we're a couple of ticks below there. And went out to my car after... Uh, getting off uh, the air yesterday. Yeah, I saw your car. It was. It was uh, the had some snow on it. Had some windows. Yeah. Uh, had some ice on. It. Not very heavy. Not very much. Scraped it off real quick and and went about my business. But uh, interesting. Funny you know, day. Dad, what's yesterday up? all I needed was a broom. This morning was worse. This morning I had. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I had to actually scrape this morning. Do Ugh. some chiseling there. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, we got a birthday birthday today, uh, Ted. We've got uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus is sixty two today. Is that the way you pronounce it, Louis? No, yeah. Louis Dreyfus. Okay. Of course, that's Elaine on Seinfeld. Uh, Role of a lifetime for her. She took that. She she's took that great. character and ran with it. So funny. And I thought she was. You know, she's one of the. I think she's a, a funny person. She great timing, and I love the way she, she dances. Uh, <laughs> Well, she was a great foil for those three men on that show. She oh, yeah. was just fantastic. Yeah, she, she did a she was terrific in this on Seinfeld. Mm. Let's see here. Uh, here's some good and news. And she's been in other big times. She's been in 
Adventures of New Christine and Veep, and she's, she's had done, a nice run with several done some other things. Funny shows, well. yep. Yeah, Russia has released a former Navy veteran who was detained for more than nine months. You don't hear anything about this guy. 35-year-old Taylor Dudley taken into custody after crossing the Poland-Russia border on a backtracking, backpacking trip, his lawyer says. Well, I don't know if I'd be backpacking on the Russian border. Doesn't sound too bright. Unlike high-profile prisoners like Brittany Griner or Paul Whelan, Dudley's case was kept quiet while his release was negotiated. Griner was released in December as part of a prisoner swap. Whelan remains in custody in a Russian prison camp. Is Griner, uh, is she uh, playing this year, playing basketball? You I believe know? so. She's kept once herself the, in once some Once the shape. WNBA starts up, I think she's going to be ready to go. Good for her. Hope she has a great season. So what about this uh, trash that's collecting uh, along the banks of the Arkansas River? Uh, any thoughts on that? Anywhere yeah. you got human beings living you're gonna, outside, you're going to end up with trash. You are going to come There's going to be some mess. You're right. Uh, Shelly was talking about it last night before I even knew about the story. She had heard uh, or seen something about it. About It's just kind of our neighborhood, and there's a there's uh, at least there's one place where it's happening. It's over on the Arkansas, right over there uh, near the Amadon Bridge that's being under-constructed or being mm-hmm. deconstructed or whatnot. Uh, so there are some houses and uh, that open up on the back. Their backyards open up on the river over okay. there. And they're not too happy about having <laughs> having that right outside their backyard. But uh, what are you going to do? It's a, the homeless thing is something that people are de- dealing with all across this country of ours, and it's kind of a tough one. So, got to keep. It's those. not getting better anywhere. It doesn't seem getting to be. worse. I mean, there are people are working on it, and, and at least some partial help, I guess. But it seems to be getting worse. And what I'm seeing is uh, a mobility of homeless people. They're not staying downtown. All of them. They're coming out to the suburbs too. Uh, and if they get into those gated communities, then we'll have something to talk about, right? 717 now, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Big sports weekend uh, coming up. And uh, Ted Woodward's here to tell us all about it, Ted. Yeah, we have the NFL playoffs starting out this weekend with five games. The first two games are tomorrow, and those games are both heard right here on KNSS. Seahawks visiting the 49ers at 3 o'clock. And then prime time, you got the Chargers in Jacksonville taking on the Jaguars. Both those playoff games will be here on KNSS. A triple header on Sunday. All those games will be over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH starting at noon. In Buffalo, the Bills hosting the Miami Dolphins. Starting quarterback for the Dolphins is former Kansas State Wildcat rookie Skylar Thompson starting a playoff game for the Dolphins really? coming up on Sunday at noon. The mid-afternoon game is in Minnesota. Vikings hosting the New York Giants. Primetime Sunday night is Baltimore Ravens in Cincinnati taking on the Bengals. By Sunday night... We will know the Kansas City Chiefs opponent in the playoffs next week. The Chiefs are off this week with a bye after finishing in the top spot in the conference. And, of course, we'll be uh, talking about that with Mitch Holtis live on Friday mornings, of course, the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Less than an hour from now at 810, we'll be talking with Mitch about the Chiefs transitioning from the regular season into the postseason with a week off this weekend. And another... Uh, the National Football League talking about uh, perhaps two weeks hence what's going on with the conference championship game. 
The NFL decided that if the AFC Championship game has to get played at a neutral site, it'll be in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the home of the Falcons. The only scenario that would see this play out would be if the Kansas City Chiefs are to meet the Buffalo Bills to decide which AFC team would go to the Super Bowl. Normally, such a matchup between these two teams would get played at the home stadium of the team that finished with a better record, in this case, Kansas City. But because the Bills played one fewer game as a result of their Week 17 contest in Cincinnati canceled after Buffalo safety DeMar Hamlin suffered cardiac arrest, the NFL made this concession for a potential neutral site game. Jared Max, Fox News. And speaking of pro football, it was 60 years ago on this day. The second ever AFL All-Star Game was played in Balboa Stadium in San Diego. The West Division beat the East 21-14. One of the two MVPs of the game was a guy named Curtis McClinton from the Dallas Texans. The guy that played at Wichita North High School and at KU. Curtis McClinton. One of the MVPs of the AFL All-Star Game 60 years ago on this day. Yep. And, of course, I've got one of my treasures is my photograph of Curtis McClinton and yours truly and grandson Luke. When Luke was a toddler, he's out of high school now. At North High School, when they re-renovated uh, all the schools, they had an open house and Kurt was there and I never met the man. And I thought, gosh, here's my up. And sure enough, he turned out to be one of the nicest people I've ever, I've ever known. Great guy, Curtis McClinton. Of course, he was playing for the Dallas Texans, yeah. and that that team, that franchise became the Kansas City Kansas Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. College men's basketball this weekend. We've got the Shockers at home tomorrow afternoon at Coke Arena hosting Tulsa, the last place team in the conference. Tulsa has never won a game in Coke Arena. 0-9. The last time Tulsa won in the roundhouse, it was Levitt Arena 21 years ago. The Shockers hosting Tulsa. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl begin their pregame coverage for the Shockers at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. The game will tip off at 3 o'clock in Coke Arena. And listen to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN as Wichita State goes for its second win in a row. Kansas State is ranked 11th in the nation. The Wildcats are on the road visiting 17th-ranked TCU. K-State off to its best start in 64 years. The Wildcats are 15-1. and They're on a nine-game winning streak. That'll tip off at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon in Fort Worth, nationally televised on ESPN2. What a game in Lawrence tomorrow afternoon. Number two, Kansas, hosting number 14, Iowa State. Cyclones have won six in a row. Jayhawks have won nine in a row. There's only three teams left undefeated in the Big 12, KU, K-State, and Iowa State. So first place is on the line in this one. KU has won its last six against the Cyclones. Live pregame coverage of the Jayhawks at 1.30 tomorrow afternoon. The game will tip off at 3 o'clock in Lawrence tomorrow. Listen to the Jayhawks on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. The Wichita State women are on the road Sunday afternoon visiting last place Central Florida. The Shocker ladies in Orlando trying to snap a three-game losing streak. Steve Strain will have live coverage of the Shocker women at 11.45 Sunday morning, and that's right here on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Toronto Raptors win at home, beat the Charlotte Hornets 124-114. to Starting at guard for the Raptors, former Wichita State Shocker Fred Van Vliet had 11 points and 8 more assists. He's in the top 20 in the league in assists. The Raptors have won 3 in a row as they start the second half of the season. They're just a tiebreaker away from a playoff spot right now. College men's basketball, an elite team will be here in town tomorrow afternoon. Newman University hosting the third-ranked team in the nation, Northwest Missouri State. That'll tip off at 3.30 tomorrow afternoon at Newman. 
Indoor soccer. The Wichita Wings are home tomorrow night at Hartman Arena. The Wings are off to a 2 and one start. They're hosting the last place Colorado Inferno tomorrow night at Hartman Arena. And a very busy weekend for the Wichita Thunder. Currently in second place in the division standings, the Thunder starting a five-game homestand with three straight games downtown at Interest Bank Arena. Tonight, tomorrow night, Sunday. Tonight and tomorrow night, it's the last place Allen Americans. A Sunday afternoon at 4 o'clock, it's the Tulsa Oilers. Busy weekend for the Wichita Thunder hockey team. Three straight games on home ice. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 723. Oh, wait a minute. We've got to mention somebody coming up an hour from now. Well, we mentioned oh. him at the top of the sports. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was pay- wasn't paying attention, I guess. But Mitch will be here. Yeah, right? well, Mitch Holtis, play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, there in you about go. at uh, 45 minutes from now. All right, keep it here for a house call for health this morning. Health benefits of gardening. Okay, sounds good. That's coming up, Stephen. Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 13:30 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, it's 7.30 here on this Friday morning. The investigation into documents marked classified found in places linked to President Biden moves on with a special counsel. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland said Chicago federal prosecutor John Rausch has been looking into the documents. Advised me that further investigation by a special counsel was warranted. Former Maryland U.S. Attorney Robert Hur will fill that role. Attorney General Garland says Hur has handled high-profile cases. In the opinion of GOP Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana, I'm not sure he had a choice. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre said the president's lawyer, Richard Sauber, says he's certain the probe will show that these documents were inadvertently misplaced. Republicans in Congress say they want more information by month's end. Gernal Scott, Fox News. A man has pleaded guilty in a 2020 car crash that killed his daughter in West Wichita. Jensen Lay of Tempe, Arizona, pled guilty to one count of involuntary manslaughter. The accident happened near the intersection of Knight and Tyler in October 2020. According to the investigators, Lay was driving southbound on Tyler at a high rate of speed, lost control of the vehicle. His car slammed into two pickup trucks that were going northbound on Tyler. 14-year-old Ariana Lay died at the scene. Sentencing is set for February 17th. Trash scattered along the Arkansas River near downtown Wichita has prompted several citizen complaints to the city. The debris is created at homeless camps set up in the area. City spokesperson Megan Lovely says when they receive a complaint, the city puts out a 72-hour notice. After the time expires, crews are set out to do a cleanup. Of course, after they move out, they are welcome to move back into the area, which is what we are increasingly seeing. So, um, But we do have money in the budget for these cleanups. Officials also would like the homeless to take advantage of helpful services. And the city crews are equipped with information sheets to hand out that show where those services are located. Vaccination rates for kindergartners are trending downward. The CDC says usually 94 to 95 percent of kindergartners nationally are vaccinated against measles, tetanus and other diseases. The rates drop below 94 percent in the 2020-2021 school year, but a new study shows they dropped again in the 2021-2022 school year to roughly 93 percent. It says the pandemic disrupted vaccinations and other routine health care for children and put pressure on school administrators and nurses to track children who were not up to date. The CDC 
CDC said decreasing confidence in vaccines is likely another factor. This week, it launched a campaign that includes new educational materials to help doctors talk to families about vaccinations. Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. Are you ready to be a billionaire? The Mega Millions jackpot estimate now exceeds $1.35 billion. What would you buy first if you win? Um, I would buy like a big mansion and then a Louis Vuitton bag. I'll buy a private jet, donate some money to charity and to my family. That's an elementary school kid from Tempe, Arizona. One and a third billion is a lot of money, though it's the second largest prize in the history of the multi-state lottery game. The single winner lump sum cash payout would be a little more than 700 million. Evan Brown, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. It's a chilly start to the day here in Wichita with cloud cover likely sticking around for a while. We'll have some clearing this afternoon with a high 42. Mostly clear overnight, Charlotte 29. And then sunny and breezy on Saturday with a high 55. We may reach 60 on Sunday afternoon. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now we have a few clouds, uh, 23 degrees, a northwest wind at 5 miles per hour. Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Ted, mm-hmm. today is Friday the 13th. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? I have done a little quick research uh, with our research team here <laughs> called Google uh, about uh, superstitions. Okay. And I want to share some. Let's see, see what you think about this list here. Let's see. We've got uh, breaking a mirror. That is said to uh, be followed by seven years of bad luck. Ever broken a mirror? I doubt it. Mm, I think I have, but I don't. I, can't, I didn't keep track of whether I had bad luck. The number four. Fear of the four. Of number four is known as tetraphobia. In Chinese, Japanese, and Korean languages, the number sounds like the word for death. Number four. There's just, all these all these numbers have fears. Number nine uh, is known as ianeophobia. In Japanese culture, this is because it sounds like the Japanese word for suffering. Uh, who comes up with these superstitions, by the way? Yeah, why do I care what the Japanese and the Chinese are afraid of numbers? Well, how about this one? Okay. Opening an umbrella while indoors. Ever done that? I'm mm-hmm. sure I have. I have, too. And I don't think it brought me any bad luck. Let's see here. In the Navajo culture... Pointing at a rainbow is bad luck. Okay. And throwing rocks into the wind. Well, that could be bad luck. There, A coyote crossing one's path. <laughs> oh. Now, you've heard of, the, of a black cat mm-hmm. crossing your path. There's another one. Uh, also, let's see. It says here, the Chinese and Japanese culture, pointing toward feces. That, well, that's in England. Po- pointing toward feces is bad luck, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shoes on a table, bad luck. Three on a match? I never heard that one. Tipping a salt shaker? What's on a match? Three on a match. When you're lighting a cigarette or a cigar, three people. Have you heard that one? Never oh, heard yeah. of that one. Instead of, you know, blowing it out and every getting their own match, then three people use the same match. It's bad luck. Okay. And the salt shaker thing. Throw some over your shoulder, right? Let's see here. What's that for? That's, well, it's... When you tip the shaker over, that's bad luck. So you take the salt and throw it over your shoulder. Oh, okay. And that remedies. You're not very superstitious. I the I find these all to be 100% stupid. Yep. How about killing a ladybug? That could be some bad luck. No, I don't like kill ladybugs. No, that's no, bad luck. I don't want to do that. Walking under a ladder? I never walk Who under cares? a ladder. Yeah. I've walked under a ladder many times. 
Okay, so you're not a believer in superstitions. No. Nope. Okay, I'm not either. I tell you, I will tell you this. Uh, I, as a youth, I played uh, quite a bit of baseball, and then as I got older, I played quite a bit of softball. Mm-hmm. I never, never stepped on the uh, foul lines when I was going in or out to the field. That's considered bad luck. Really? You know, the, the lines, the foul lines. Yeah, it's bad luck. You don't step on them. Right? Well, there, there are all sorts of sports superstitions out there. Like what? Why can't you think of one real quick? Yeah, I know there are. Hmm. Well, you don't you talk never... about an ongoing no-hitter? Oh, yeah, that's right. You got a no-hitter going to pitcher. You don't, nobody's supposed to say anything. Yeah. There's one. Okay. Kind of the same thing in hockey with a shutout. You don't, you don't talk to a goaltender about the fact that he's got a shutout going on. Okay, you go for a walk on a sidewalk. Do you step on the cracks? Sure. You break your mother's back? No, just take he a normal can. step. Who cares? <laughs> Do you? Try not to. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what happens to me when I'm walking is I'll, I'll hit a crack and stumble and fall over. So that could be bad luck. Anyway, in, in England, there's something about magpies. I was never, yeah. I never really understood exactly because it seemed like, it seemed like everybody had a different thing that they had to do whenever they saw a magpie to make sure that there wasn't any bad luck. But you asked two different English people and you got two different answers, or ten and ten different answers. Well, it was real strange. What is a magpie? Is that anything like an apple pie, or is that a that's a bird, isn't it? A yeah. magpie. I don't know if I've ever seen a. All right, Ted. Uh, Let's see. Well, here's something that I know Ted is interesting and interested in, and that is, lover or loather, Barbie has been transformed again. The doll we're talking about here. I don't even know what you're talking about. You know what a Barbie doll is? Yeah, but what are you saying before it? Love her or loathe her. Love her or, or loathe, loathe her. her. Yeah. Okay. The, the latest version is a doll made specifically for children as young as three. Gone is the contentious hourglass figure for My First Barbie. This, this is one new one's called My First Barbie. And apparently they decided not the, this new Barbie doesn't have the great figure the old one had. Okay, the doll in four diverse skin tones has launched ahead of July's live-action film about the icon, starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. Who, by the way, has a great figure. It's not Ryan, like they cast Ryan, someone in the movie. It's Ryan Gosling, shapeless. <laughs> no, Margot Robbie. <laughs> well, it's not like they cast somebody in the movie who is shapeless and kind of homely. No, she looks pretty good. Okay. So a little did. bit of hypocrisy there, but go ahead. The uh, new slightly softer-bodied Barbie follows on the high heels of tall, petite, and curvy versions of the doll that were released five years ago. My first Barbie is two inches taller than the nat- traditional 63-year-old doll. It has a broader waist and comes with larger accessories like hairbrushes for smaller hands. My first Barbie. Well, my... Well. My daughter had a... I'm glad had, Mattel is on top of this. My daughter had Barbie dolls, and I think my wife had a Barbie doll. I, there was a Ken doll, too, wasn't there? Sure. That was a Barbie's boyfriend or something. And then you had these cars that she could drive around. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about it, but it was having girls in a family, my wife and my daughter. A little bit about Barbie. What do you know about Barbies? Anything? Jed? No. The only thing I was thinking was this sounds like it's... Slightly bigger for younger kids. Yeah. I think maybe, probably, because the accessories would be less of a choking hazard. Well, that could be, you know. And my, Sounds more this. like a safety thing to me than anything else. I'll tell you what, my, my daughter had these things called Cabbage Patch dolls. Oh, that was all rage those, for a couple of years. I must have 
I must have bought 10 or 12 those of those. Those were expensive. Things. Yeah, an ugly round thing. That yeah, hideous. Not a good-looking doll. All right. A couple of living dolls right here, Stephen Ted, 741. Coming up here, uh, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update on the way this morning. Indications that a Wichita barbecue restaurant with two locations has closed. That's coming up, Stephen Ted, in the morning here on KNSS. Ted in the morning, KNSS 746 now here on this Friday morning. Three big things. One person dead, two injured after a car truck crash in Butler County. Two. Elvis Presley's daughter, Lisa Marie Presley, dies of apparent heart attack at age 54. One. Deadly storms hammer Alabama and Georgia, at least seven dead. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Traffic right now here in the Wichita area. Uh, things running pretty well as far as uh, traffic is concerned at the moment. Uh, we do have a stalled out vehicle eastbound Kellogg right around I-135. Watch for a potential traffic slowdown there. We also still have some slow moving traffic northbound on I- or I-135. And that starts right uh, north of Kellogg. It goes to... Uh, about the 8th and 9th Street exits. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Sunny today with a high of 43 degrees. Mostly clear and cool tonight. The overnight low 27. Saturday mostly sunny, breezy and warmer. Tomorrow's high up to 54 degrees. Now a few clouds, 23 degrees. We have a northwest wind at 5 miles per hour. Find the comfort of a hat to express your personality. Go to Hatman Jacks and find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatman Jacks their destination at the clock tower in Delano, Hatman Jacks. Stephen's head in the morning here on KNSS 748 on a Friday morning. Coming up uh, Sunday evening at 7 here on KNSS, the John Whitmer Show. John's with us this morning to give us a preview of what's going to be on the show Sunday night. Good morning, John. Good morning, guys. How are you this morning? We're doing Good. well. Friday the 13th, and I've been talking about superstitions, and I can't get <laughs> Ted is not superstitious about anything. So do you have any superstitions, John? Uh, not really. Um, you know, I, I don't trust Democrats. Does that count? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's a superstition. It might. Uh, I might be. Never talk to a Democrat on a Friday. Is that it, maybe? That, that could be one. That could be one. But that's okay, because... I'm not right now, right? I'm covered. I'm. I'm you're all right. Covered. You're not. You know, <laughs> this and uh, you are nonpartisan. We are nonpartisan people. Um, let's see here. What are you going to be talking? You got to get to state house Republicans rolling out their vision. I was going to say version, but their vision for Kansas. Uh, how and how that will fare with uh, Governor Kelly? How's it going to work this this time around? Right. You know, I, it's going to be probably somewhat similar to what we saw the last four years. And ironically, the governor just rolled out her budget proposal yesterday. And, uh, I, you know, I, I frankly, I think Laura Kelly has an identity crisis. I think she's Oprah Winfrey because she's got more money for you and more money for you and more money for you and more money for your budget. I mean, she's got $108 million in new spending for higher education more money for K through 12 education, despite the fact that our K through 12 system gets more money every year 
as a as a result of the uh, settlement in the recent lawsuit. She's got more money for uh, the uh, state employee unions, five uh, percent pay raise across the board. So it's just, uh, and, and again, it, I understand that each of these budgets wants more money, and each of the departments wants to get a pay, get an increase in spending. But at what point does the state have to start fiscally responsibly addressing the fact that uh, it's the COVID money is going to run out, and then at some point the bill is going to come due. But don't we have and this huge budget surplus in the state? Surplus right I thought now. we had like $2 billion surplus or something. Yeah, but a lot of that is COVID money. And at some point when the surplus starts to dwindle and all of this extra federal money diminishes, that's, that's the point at which we're going to start having to pay back some of this money or when, when, when that money is no longer going to be available. And you know what? Just because we have a surplus doesn't mean we have to spend it. Yes, it does. That's what politicians do. (laughs) If you've got money, you better spend it. (laughs) Why don't we give that money back to the people? That's a novel idea. What a novel concept. Thank you. For for many, many years, the federal government didn't balance the budget, and they balanced it for a couple of years a while back. And the politicians went nuts mm-hmm. trying to figure out mm-hmm. what to do with the money. So I don't think politicians should have money at all. I mean, they shouldn't no, even be I paid. Agree. They're, they're dangerous. with Not their so, money. Now, you're going to have uh, uh, conservative author David Horowitz on, and he's going to be bringing you up to date on what? What's going on with uh, President Biden and Schumer and these guys? He's got a brand-new book out, and it's already a bestseller. And in his book, he's predicting that the next election will be the last election. That's a bit extreme. I mean, you guys probably think I'm a bit extreme. He takes me to a whole new level. And he's, he's got a bold prediction that if, uh, if we're not careful that this next election could be our last because he looks at historical trends. And in the book, he says that we are coming towards a place where auto- autocrats and uh, and historical models say that the end of our republic is coming nigh. And so uh, it's an interesting supposition that he puts forward, and I'm looking forward to talking to him about the real threat to democracy that we may be facing in the next coming eight, four to eight years. All so right. Thank I look forward to talking oh, to him. On that happy note, good. we'll we'll uh, end our conversation. Yeah. John, <laughs> hey, good to have, uh, have a good show Sunday night, 7 o'clock. John Whitmer here on KNSS. 7.52, Stephen Ted of the Morning, KNSS. A government report on inflation had an impact on Wall Street Thursday. Stocks finishing higher after fresh consumer prices data show that inflation eased again in December. Investors are betting on a standard quarter-point interest rate increase from the Fed at its first meeting of the year. Energy stocks were among the biggest gainers as oil prices got an extended boost following CPI data while healthcare companies lagged. And shares of airline stocks also took off after American raised its revenue guidance for the the recently ended quarter as demand for air travel remains strong through the holiday season. The Dow winners, Boeing, Caterpillar, and Salesforce. The Dow decliners, Amgen, Johnson & Johnson, and McDonald's. The Dow rising 217 points. The Nasdaq up 69. S&P 500 up 14. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. In a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal, as of early yesterday, there were indications that the angry elephant a barbecue restaurant with two Wichita locations has closed its doors. Wednesday, a post on the popular Wichita Facebook group, Wichita Food and Booze, mentioned that the restaurants at 111 East 47th Street South 
and west side location, 756 North Tyler Road, had shut down. Another post speaking to the possible closures sparked conversation yesterday morning. Several calls were made by the Wichita Business Journal to the listed phone number for the south side location. Those calls went unanswered during the past 24 hours. And the phone number for the North Tyler restaurant was no longer in service when a reporter tried to call multiple times. A leading executive at one of Wichita's largest banks is the new United Way of the Plains board chair. The local nonprofit has announced the organization said Equity Bank President Craig Anderson has been elected as its 2023 chair, while it also named six new directors. Anderson has served on the board of directors for Mile High United Way in Denver and United Way of Greater Kansas City. That is also had leadership roles at United Way of the Plains. That's business news uh, on this Friday morning from the Wichita Business Journal and Steve and Ted. Uh, today is, you know what today is, Ted? It's, uh, well, let me, hang on, here's my note. There you go. National Catherine Day. With a C or a K, Catherine, associated with the adjective katharos in Greek, which means pure. Mm. It is a feminine name popular in Christian countries, as it is derived from the name of Christian Saint Catherine of Alexandria, a 4th century martyr. This is also National Kathleen Day. I don't know. Everyone knows a Kathy with a C or yeah, Kathy with a K. Yeah. So why don't we just shorten instead of Kathleen? Let's just say it's Kathy Day, okay? Friday the 13th. All right, 755, Stephen Ted coming up the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Stay with us. we got a lot going on. Got an update on those deadly storms in the south. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, we're about 15 minutes away from our live weekly visit with Mitch Holtis, the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll talk to Mitch at 810. Plus a Friday edition of Entertainment News, The Blur should be good. Yeah, we'll get you into the weekend with your entertainment news. That'll be in The Blur at 835. And traffic and weekend weather in the 8 o'clock hour. Stay with us, Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.